0: It's Real Talk with Raylene Challenor, foster care and adoption. Hi, and welcome back to another Real Talk. I'm your host, Raylene Challoner and this is Real Talk with real people about foster care and adoption. And today I have brought back my friend, Laura Stafford. Uh, hopefully you got to hear her last week, but if not, I hope that you'll go to Real Talk Prescott and uh, listen to what we talked about. We talked a lot about resources and, uh, Laura, thank you for being back in the studio with me again today. It's a pleasure to have you here.
1: Oh, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: Thanks. <laughs> so we got to talk about resources last time. Yes. You and your hubby have been doing this crazy journey, foster care, for two and a half years, I think you said. Yes. And, um, there's been certain books and podcasts that have been a real blessing to you and kind of helped you on the way. And, um, this time we're going to talk maybe a little bit more about, um, TBRI. So for those of our listeners who might be new to that, can you tell us what that is? Yeah. If I can remember, (laughs) I remember trust,
1: based, -based relational
0: intervention, intervention. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I always forget the I. Yeah. Intervention. Intervention. Okay. And that came from Karen Purvis. A, I should say doctor because mm-hmm. she earned it. Um, and out of Texas something. Christian University yes. maybe? Yes. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Texas Christian University. Yeah. I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> now you do. <laughs> um. So tell us, with TBRI, did that play a big part for you and Mark in your guys' journey with foster care?
1: It did, Mm -hmm. and it's definitely one of those things that I think should be required before you get licensed or during the licensing Uh, process because you don't know you need it Mm -hmm. until you're into it, and then you have to take the time. It's a big-time investment, actually, to... Do it, but it's one of the most helpful tools that we ended up having um, in our journey. But the name of it, I think, put it put me off. Did it? Intervention. Like, I don't uh, need an intervention. I know how to parent. And the state just gave me a license. They certified me yes, to be a parent. I got this. I oh, do not yeah. need help. But the thing you don't know, even if they say it during the training, is that parenting biological kids and parenting kids with trauma.
0: It's different. It's completely day. different. Oh, my gosh. Polarized. Yep. So different. Yep. Yeah. You're so right. Um, when we started on the journey specifically with our son, he has fetal alcohol syndrome, disorder. I'm not sure what they're calling it these days. It changes yeah, daily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, he, he acts and reacts kind of like a dry drunk, yeah. you know, and um, and I, I remember learning like trauma informed care and that sort of thing, and my mind switching. I had worked with children for years, and and I just remember one phrase: "Just think of not what's wrong with you, like what is wrong with you, what is going on, but what's been done to you." Yes. And it kind of flips it and gives you a little more compassion, yep. and and kind of takes you out of the. Um, the trauma behavior that's happening in front of you. Yep. No, not always. I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh
0: man. You know, when you, when you're day. right in the middle of it, um, sometimes it's really hard to try and think. Oh, darling, what what's happened to you? You know, I <laughs> just want to scream. What is wrong with you? Yes. Um, so, can you kind of remember? Were there a few things that really stuck out to you in the TBRI training?
1: Yes, I think uh, having more empathy yes. was a huge thing. And the thing about TBRI that, you know, as we went through it, I realized this isn't just helpful for kids with trauma. I wish I'd parented more like this. So we've got three that are older, okay. twenty, eighteen, 18, and almost 16. And then we have a four-year-old. Yeah. And I parent him very differently mm. just because of what I've learned recently through TBRI and through... Another program called Discipline That Connects, Ooh. which is very helpful, but all about that grace-based parenting. Yeah. Lots of empathy. Trying to figure out, like you're saying, what had happened to you to make to make this behavior come out. Right. Which behavior is language, right? For kids, they they can't come to you and say, "I'm really sad because you know my mom," or because I smell burnt toast. And when I was removed from my Home, mm. There was burning toast, and the police were there, and they took me away from my parents, and and so it's triggering this emotion in me. I feel angry and sad and scared.
0: Yeah, wouldn't that be they, lovely? Yeah, <laughs> it's never that <laughs> That'd easy. Be great,
1: it's like ah! left out
0: with yeah, yeah, with
1: anger and yeah. kicking and. Why screaming are you and... trying to
0: knife <laughs> the cat? Right, <laughs> where is that I, coming from? <laughs> we laugh because yeah. you know that's happened, but <laughs> yeah, it's so true. We're just yeah, you know the. Um, that, like you said, that was a great example. Burnt toast. You're just thinking, "Oh, I, I burnt the toast," and your child now is off, screaming in the corner. Or oh. maybe it's delayed reaction. An hour later, and you're at Target, and there's this behavior that's coming out, and you're thinking, "What has happened between now and then?" You yeah. know, and it all goes back to the burnt toast.
1: Yeah, toast. To some trigger for them, yeah. and so that empathy part in TBR was very helpful, and then. Mm. Uh, redos was
0: very Mm -hmm. helpful. Help us explain to maybe some of the listeners that aren't familiar with that because it's good.
1: It's good. Yeah. So uh, letting instead of training our children to kind of not want to do things because they're afraid of our response Mm -hmm. and them getting in trouble, we want them to want to do the right thing and to behave well and, you know, to, to grow up and be people who love God. And And we we have this goal for them, which isn't always realized in kind of that harsher parenting mode. So for example, the other day, my four-year-old, we walked out of the house and I said, can you close the screen door, but Mm -hmm. please don't slam it. Mm -hmm. And he took his little foot and kicked that door hard and slammed Mm it. And so normally with my older kids that may have gotten a spanking. Yeah. Maybe a timeout. Right. Something like that. Some sort of consequence. No, I, I, in the moment, God allowed me to, you know, remember what the training that we've been going through and to say, Hey, let's try that again. How do you close a screen door? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, and talk about what, you know, what can happen if you slam a screen door, it can break something, it could hurt somebody. There's a reason why I'm asking you to close it gently. So let's try gently and trying to make it Fun and a game yes. to get the obedience, so that they rem- because they remember more when yeah. it's fun and a game, they learn much quicker.
0: Yeah, like that than when it's, yep,
1: you know, lecture or <laughs> yes, and <laughs> Angry then Mom.
0: yeah, and then those neuropathways, pathways you're yep. you're changing yep. those pathways, and I love that. But you know what? As you're even speaking that and and sharing that example, I'm exhausted. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sitting here going. Can you just swat him on the butt and get on with it, right? Like how much faster, how much like how much energy has to go into correcting that behavior mm-hmm. um on your part as a parent? A lot. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. And
1: you have to think of kind of creative ways. You yes. Can't, you can't
0: just lean on
1: spanking or whatever. And Mark and I said so many times when we had our our long placement. Man, if we could just spank. Yes. Oh, it would be so much, so much easier. And so much easier. With TBRI, you have to deal with your own why are you reacting this yes. way? Yes. Why are you getting so angry about How was this? I raised? Yeah. And why am I being,
0: feel like I need to be in control? Yeah. Yes. It's a lot
1: more work up front, but I feel like. In the end, the payoff mm. is much greater. I feel like we're raising a happier, mm. healthier four-year-old. Not, not that our older kids—they're—they're they're happy and healthy too. Right, just but they didn't have the difference. trauma piece. They didn't. Yeah. yeah, right. But just the difference of well, could we make this fun? Could I? Could I make it a race to get into the car rather than you get in the car right, right now? now. <laughs> yes. Get your shoes on right now. Now yes. it's more like, hey. Oh, and I'm going to beat you to the car. And that works nine times out of ten. It's more fun.
0: Yes. I'm not as frustrated. Right. And if we would just allow ourselves and our kiddos more time. Yeah. Just more time. The reason we're frustrated is now we're pushed to get out the door. So Mm -hmm. now it's get your shoes on right away. Yeah. If we would start 20 minutes earlier. Yeah. Let's start putting our shoes on. You know, just giving ourselves the grace. Yeah. And them as well. Um, I'm curious to know. Your older children, Mm -hmm. do they see the difference in your parenting with the little person? And do they comment?
1: (laughs) So I haven't asked them. Uh I'm a little bit afraid. Yes. Well, you know what? That's not true. I've talked to my oldest son because he's an adult now. And so we've had some conversations. He used to creak in his room that's right above our bed and wake me up every night. And it usually ended in me stomping up the stairs and being angry at him. Right. And now I've talked to him and just, you know... He knows we we kind of can laugh about it now, yes. and he has seen the difference. I'm sure that they've seen it, yeah. And I don't know what they think about it, yeah. But it it extends to them as well, yeah. I'm trying oh, to have that. empathy for the teenager who's yes. studying like crazy and to going finish finals. Changes. Oh yeah,
0: hormones and, and looking at leaving home. Yeah, oh, oh yeah.
1: yeah. There's a lot there. So just oh, I mean that good. empathy piece is so. Crucial, and I don't know that I actually saw my kids as human beings. I saw them more as my children. Yeah, right. And they're
0: absolutely. I get that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. So TBRi, Mm -hmm. we want the real talk listeners to, if they are not familiar with that, Karen Purvis. And what was the other one you said? Discipline that connects. Okay, discipline that connects. That's an online. They offer
1: a course, several courses online, and they have podcasts and blogs. Okay, and, and they are both highly qualified. Yeah, um, to teach all of this stuff. And I felt like discipline that connects um, very similar to TBRI, but maybe a little bit more practical day to day. And I can listen to the podcast and kind of renew my mind in that mm-hmm. more often to mm-hmm. remember with TBRI, you take the class and then you kind of there's a book somewhere that I yes. have. And <laughs> right. but I just kind of like am winging it. But with yeah. the discipline that connects, you can go through this online
0: course. Listen to the podcast and kind of keep it fresh. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Was there anything else you came prepared? You have got a little notebook for me here. Is there anything else you wanted to share? Uh, Good.
1: Yeah. Just a few. Well, Mm -hmm. I would. I would recommend. This is not a Christian recommendation, Mm -hmm. but Brene Brown on Mm -hmm. empathy. Very helpful. Mm -hmm. All that Mm -hmm. she has to say. Uh, If you're wanting to get your church involved. Jason Johnson again has mm-hmm. a book uh, called "Every Everyone Can Do Something." Oh, I love that! And then AZ127 is a good resource, and the yes, Forgotten Initiative if you're up
0: here in mm-hmm. Northern Arizona, AZ127. You can look them up, and yeah, the Forgotten Initiative mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Go on that, um, and then you were saying some novels that yeah kind of spoke to you. Did you write those down? Do you have those?
1: I wrote one, and mm-hmm. I can't remember all of them. There are quite a few that. The theme is a child in the system or mm. something along those lines. So the one I read was Three Little Words, and cool. it was a true, like a memoir. And just helpful, again, kind of getting in the mind of a kid who's gone through mm. all of that mm-hmm. and the trauma and wanting to be adopted and and then it having a happy ending, but still kind of going through the struggles that they had as they were becoming yeah. a, fa- a forever family. Ooh, uh, so
0: that's good. Yeah. Three little words. Three little words. Okay. And I don't know the author, but mm-hmm. that's okay. I can, you can look it. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We yeah. could look that yeah. up. Um, that's good. We're coming to a close. So, um, if someone was just now kind of thinking about foster care, maybe joining our tribe, mm-hmm. um, what what's something that comes to your mind that you would want to share with them if they were sitting down for coffee with you? I
1: would say um, listen to the Lord on that. Mm-hmm. And it's a good idea to just know what you're getting into and mm-hmm. to know that it is going to be hard. It's not going to be idealistic. You're not going to be ready, but there are a lot of resources out there to help. You just kind of continually, um, get your mind and your heart and your spirit in the right place. Yeah. And, um, more than ever, I mean that, that stuff didn't exist before. I think we live in a day and age where there's just a lot of encouragement, a lot of help, a lot of hope, um, for that. And I would say, try to find a community. I was just going to ask you that. Do you feel
0: like you guys have a good wraparound system for you?
1: We don't right now. Mm-hmm. We're working with our church to try to change that. Yeah. And I just did wraparound training for a group of people in our church, oh, which great. is another good, you know, AZ 127 has yes. wraparound training to help people understand how to help foster families well.
0: Yeah. And, and even some of, I mean, even the TBRI training is great for mm-hmm. a grandparent or uh, an aunt or an uncle or, a, you know, whoever is going to be your circle of support, yeah. you as the foster parent may be reaching out and giving them some of these resources so they also understand what's going on with you as a foster parent, but also with the children that are going to be in your care. Yes. Yeah. yeah I think sure. it would bring perspective for everybody. Yep. Well, we, again, have come to the end of our time. Okay. This has been lovely. Yeah, you Thank fun. you so much. You're welcome. You were just a wealth of information, and I learned some things, and I really hope that Real Talk listeners, you guys learned right along with me. But we've come to another end of another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Raylene Challoner, and it's bye for now. Ever dealt with any kind of construction project without a general contractor? That just screams being overwhelmed. Chances are it's because you didn't work alongside Antelope Springs Construction. And why do you need a general contractor? Because it's crucial dealing with tasks, foreseeing complications, and preventing delays. Antelope Springs Construction takes out all the guesswork to ensure your vision. Everything from design to completion. Call them now at 928-237-0762. To antelope